and welcome back to an episode of Haiki Adulting, aka the not-so-serious guide as to how to live your best life as a teen, late teen, or a fresh adult. I'm your host Jada and today we've got such a fun and playful episode, hands down such a fun one to record with the best freaking person ever. I have the honor of having the lovely Paige Armental Watts come onto my podcast today to talk about life as a creator and... I don't know, we just honestly dive into so many random things, but before we get into that, let's go ahead and talk about the quote of the week. This week I was on Instagram and honestly, I feel like I don't even find gems on Instagram anymore just because it's just so toxic I feel like these days, but I did find this quote that also resonated with a lot of you guys. I posted it on my story or reposted it on my story and it seemed like so many of you guys resonated with it, so I wanted to read it for you guys. If you're a creator and you needed to hear this today, You have no idea how many people lurk on your work, no idea how many times people go back to revisit your work, how big they smile when they simply think about your work, how fast their heart beats, how excited they get when they see that you posted something. People are shy with their feedback. Sometimes it's because they're simply shy. Other times it's because they assume you already know how great and talented you are. Could be both. My point is, even if you barely have any likes or reblogs, don't get discouraged. You have a lot of silent fans, but they are still your fans. Keep on creating because there's always someone out there who will love what you have made. That just, again, resonated with me so hard, resonated with a lot of you guys. So I definitely had to read that on today's podcast episode just because I need to spread those vibes. I know a lot of us are in the creative world, whether if that's acting, creating YouTube videos, uh, social media, other social media work, whatever. Um, Yeah, I think we just need to remind ourselves that there are so many silent fans and people do love your work and there's always someone who's going to enjoy it. Always someone out there who's going to enjoy your work. So don't be afraid to keep creating. Um, Keep creating. Don't stop just because things are slow. Um, I know we've all been there. The views aren't there. Things are slowing down. Um, but yeah, I think we just need to keep our heads up high, keep creating, because guess what? Again, if we stop, there will be no growth whatsoever, but if you keep creating, someone will see your stuff. So, but yeah, hopefully that helps. Now we are going to get into the highs and lows of this week, so let's see. The low. Trying to think of a low. Okay, my live streams... (laughs) This is a low and a high. It was so weird. So last night, I'm just going to go ahead and dive into the story time. I already posted a blog post on it, but I want to just revisit this quickly again. Last night was hands down the craziest live stream that I've ever done for various reasons. It was just chaotic. I've never been on anything like that before, but basically I had some subscribers like send over over 600 bots. Like I did not invite them there. I didn't buy them. I didn't do anything like that. And they just sent them over. So I had so many like random like just numbers sitting there and it was just very annoying to me if you guys don't know i'm going live every single day in july so with that being said there's a lot of people that just stop by and then they think that it's nice to have fake viewers but i don't like that that's not fun for me it doesn't make me any happier like at all that happened and then (laughs) a young subscriber like guys a young subscriber literally gave me 114 dollars like she claims it was on accident but she did three separate transactions one was for ten dollars one was for five and then the final one was for a hundred dollars which confused 
the hell out of everybody everyone was just sitting there like what is going on and i didn't know what was going on and i just had to keep a straight face and then i had to dm her back and forth and be like it's literally non-refundable like i can't get it back to you unless you give me your paypal account and she doesn't have one and she was like you know what just keep it and i was like what i was i was just so confused i mean you know what bright side i had to recover i had to buy a new hard drive this weekend anyway and it costed literally 107 dollars. so i'm gonna give that back to my mom because she bought it out of her pocket so i'm going to give it back to her for that but it was crazy. So that was a high and low of the week. I feel like I can't really think of any other low, but that was just making me feel so off because it's different if someone was just like, hey, like I'm giving you $100, like intentionally doing it, but she claims it was on accident and I feel bad. Like it feels like I'm stealing from a child, you know, like I don't even know, but that was really random. So freaking random, but I feel like I had to bring that up. I guess another high is that I got to see two of my best friends this week. They came over for a cute little dinner. We sat outside and then we came back inside to play a couple of card games super fun super just like old school I, I just miss having friends in my life I miss having people it's been a very lonely quarantine to say the least so I'm so glad to be able to have these people to rely on and just be there for me you know so gosh I just want things to go back to normal so bad and I don't know I guess it's just a waiting game at this point I'm gonna keep being optimistic and I hope you guys will as well because there's so many more beautiful things that life has to offer we've just got to wait for it you know so oh also Hamilton came out Hamilton is a high I guess um I've been singing it non-stop lol no pun intended but yeah I've been singing it so often and there's just so many songs and I don't even freaking know I just love that show and I was actually I don't know if I told you guys I definitely did not tell you guys this but I was in callbacks for this show um on broadway for the tour right before corona like hit so it was crazy to literally even be almost in that show it was insane so i don't know that's just a fun fact but and last but not least we're going to do the reviewer of the week so i've got to find that <laughs> hold on give me a sec <laughs> So this reviewer of the week comes from So Chicky, I think, and she says, I'm listening for the first time and I love your honesty and humility, smiley face or winky face. Sorry, had to preface that. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Again, um, be sure to rate and review the podcast. Please do it. It just helps so much as a new podcaster. So or not necessarily new, but a returning podcaster, as I like to say. So definitely be sure to rate and review. Any comment is worth it. Any comment paragraph whatever you want to write novel I'm open to it so definitely do that as it helps again just so much and yeah with that being said I hope you guys enjoy this episode it is going to be so good again just such a fun light-hearted episode that you guys are going to enjoy from such a talented creator that I look up to so yeah with that being said I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get right into it Hello, Paige. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. You've been a guest on my list for a while, and I was like, I need to have her on the podcast ASAP. Let's start with a little bit about yourself. Tell us a bit about yourself and the work that you do. Okay, let's do it. Um, I was born and raised in Salt Lake City, Utah. Went to college here and then decided to move to LA to do my bachelor's degree. I went to a school called FITM. Oh, yeah, it's a little fashion school out there. And I studied visual communications. I thought I wanted to do like window display, in-store setups, um, because I like to get crafty. And um, that didn't really pan out the way that I thought. And then I was like, oh, I want to do event planning. So then I moved back to Utah to try and do some wedding stuff. Didn't love it. 
And then after I saved up a little bit of money, I was like, I'm going back to California and I'm going to work for a stylist in the celebrity industry, moved to LA, did that for a little bit, decided that I really only like to dress myself. At that point, I was like, I'm going to have to freaking move back to Utah. Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge fan of Utah. I love it. Love, hate relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if it's my place. So anyways, I moved back here. Oh, no, I didn't. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to have to move back to Utah. (laughs) But I ended up landing a job doing influencer marketing for Disney. Oh, whoa. Did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, and so I did that for a while and saw kind of how it works on the back end of things as well as managing influencers and seeing their creative process Mm -hmm. and the content that was delivered and decided that eventually I wanted to do something like that, but something to bring more art and visuals into Mm -hmm. the world. And so I ended up back in Utah working for a startup, doing social media consulting until I made the leap to go full-time to do content creation. That's so inspiring. I feel like so many people especially want to take on the freelance world, but just kind of have no idea how or like where to start. I mean, you have always been a creative person, like you just said. So when did you kind of realize that you were like, oh, creativity is my thing like that's what I'm good at and then kind of shifted that into also making that your own thing and content creating on your own yeah I think that I mean since I was a little girl I knew that I loved the creative world I didn't know necessarily what that meant um I just remember doing like fashion shows and instead of like playing house we'd play play, like retail stores (laughs) and I'd have them all come in and shop and then um, we do like little fashion shows for my grandma and we'd make clothing out of like napkins or plates, just like random mm-hmm. things like that, where I was like, I knew, and my family, all my brothers, they wouldn't admit it. Um, uncles, dad, grandpa, they all have this like creative juice. Aww, love and that. so, yeah, it's really, really cool. Whether it's drawing or graphic yeah. design or, you know, architecture or whatever. And so I didn't really know, I mean... Instagram was around, the blogging thing was around when I went to college, but it wasn't like it is now. And I honestly didn't know that I could be so creative with photos until I just stumbled upon it and wanted to make my fashion photos more than just showing yeah, off clothing. Yeah, clothes, right. Yeah, I wanted it to be just because I'm in like the land of bloggers and fashion bloggers, mommy bloggers, whatever, I wanted to differentiate different oh my gosh can I speak you got it (laughs) I wanted to be different than everyone else Mm -hmm. and to me that was bringing in like movement and props and cool locations and making a photo more than just its clothing I'm trying to I don't remember how I found you it was probably on my explore page probably but I know the first time that I saw your work I knew I was like (laughs) I was like, I've never seen anything like this before. But, like, I feel like there was something so different about your work. And I just kept scrolling. Like, I went on this whole scroll tangent. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, you should feel so proud of your work. Like, guys, if you guys haven't seen her you work. so nice. Oh, God. It's Thank so good. So I don't think you guys understand. So, like, again, you guys will be able to tell her work when you look at it. But there's just so something, like, there's something so different about it. Because, again, I completely agree. I had this whole conversation with someone actually today. Because she's a photographer, one of my good friends. We were talking about how we can start making more different photos 
photos and I literally sent her your account and was like, this is Paige. I was like, uh, we could literally start doing stuff like this. It'd be cool. Um, and yeah, so it's just, I love the style of your work, you know? So kind of what is your creative process look like? Like I, people are going to have to look at your photos to know what I'm talking about, but where does this come from? Oh man, I don't know. These past four months, I've been like the biggest creative rep. Oh, no, felt that. I feel like I'm like, don't ask me that. (laughs) But um, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm always like brainstorming and thinking of ideas, whether it's like captions or like I could walk into a store and be like, oh my gosh, that dress would look so cool doing this. So then like the clothing inspires the photo or I walk into Ikea and I'm like, holy cow, that bed frame needs to be in my next photo or <laughs> um, music or props like in my room. I'm like, okay, how can I use this plant and table? I feel like I'm always looking at my environment and like conversations and people and things mm-hmm. just to try and figure out like what my next step or picture or creative pose is Um, lately too. I'm like, I'm feeling a little, um, I feel like I just need to add more value. I feel like when I started the behind the scenes, that was like my first step into adding value and helping people really feel like they can connect and potentially do the same type of poses or produce the same type of content as me. And I'm in this crossroad of where do I go next And I've been feeling a lot of different emotions and I don't know, quarantine has Mm -hmm. been weird. And so I'm trying to figure out how I can take the way that I've been feeling, whether it's like bad, sad, happy, angry, and putting it out there just because I feel like so many people, this platform needs to be more of a way to like connect and feel relatable and related to. And I'm just trying to figure out what my Mm -hmm. step is to do that. Yeah, So for sure. But I honestly think we are the hardest people on ourselves. That's one big thing that I like, I need to keep remembering because again, I'm going to hype page up again, but like she has this challenge thing that she does and it's literally <laughs> called, we are meant to create. And it's literally so cute. Like, of course you have a name. Thank of you. course you just have a name that works with that, but she's able <laughs> to just tie in community and value so well into her platform. And that's just something that I just genuinely do not see enough of. So I'm going to hype her up for that. But anyways, but yeah, talk about that whole so process. Oh, girl, whatever. Yeah, talk about kind of the process of that. Yeah, it's been so cool. Like it is. I I saw people recreating stuff, and I was like, I've got to make this like. And I I talk to so many people on a daily basis, like behind the scenes, where I'm like, if everyone could just connect, that would be so dang cool, mm-hmm. and just support each other. And so I'm like, I've got to. I was talking to one of my friends she has an art account and so we were talking about it and that idea came up and I remember just thinking about it for like weeks on end and I was in the shower (laughs) and I was like oh my gosh I have the perfect hashtag literally it's perfect yeah that's when it came up because I was like create mint where we are meant to do we're we're meant meant to all create create and connect (laughs) And I was like, all right, that's it. And that's when I hit the the go button. Yes. Was 
was in that moment. Like, when so, things fit like that, fun. oh my gosh. Like, I've never seen something fit so well. Like, as soon as I looked at that, I was like, there's no way that's her real name. There's no way that just kind of happened for her. <laughs> like, I refuse to believe it, honestly. But the work that her community just creates and, like, the way that you share it to everyone as well. Like, you give everyone basically a platform to share their stuff. And then from there, like, I saw that just so many people also have so many creative visions. It's mad. It's literally mad. I've never seen a community like that ever. it's so cool I don't even like think about it because like everyone was getting creative but now I've just given this opportunity to like connect for real like if you follow the hashtag you're gonna see these photos and like I've gotten messages being like wow thanks for building this community and that's when it feels real because there are people who maybe are doing this and don't have a support system Like, I'm lucky enough to have a family and friends who support what I do, but, like, some people don't. And so to have this community of creatives supporting each other is, honestly, anyone could ask for. Agreed. For me, like, business-wise, like, that is awesome. Agreed, agreed. It's like, yeah, cool. I make money off of social media. Yeah, cool. I get cool opportunities. But there seriously is nothing. Like, I mean, cool. If everyone was watching but, like, never engaged with you, it would feel like you're just doing, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like mundane work at this point. It's like, so, I mean, having the people behind it, like, I don't think people understand that as content creators, it is so imperative. Like, when we say that we thank you guys, it's like, really, we thank you guys because we I mean we're humans as well and like we kind of thrive off of that almost gratification almost when people are like wow like you've really inspired me like a like cool but like when you actually take the time to like dm or comment and like say how you feel about what we've just done like it's it's insane it's literally insane for sure I couldn't agree more so we're going to move forward into just kind of the whole creative rut thing. I know we've, we've been there for the past couple months. It's been the literal worst, but I saw that you posted a few weeks ago about how the time just hasn't been easy for anyone, but like it just hasn't been easy creativity wise. So how has your experience felt with creative burnout and how have you been able to finally start to move forward? So I feel like I go through phases of creative burnout, but this one has been the worst wild (laughs) and the worst and it has been so hard to manage um like to the point where like I will not create for weeks and then I'm like okay crap I gotta pick up my camera it's getting dusty and um I feel like I'm still trying to figure out how to get through it but the main thing I tell myself like this is, and I've said this before, like, this is my livelihood. And if I don't create and I don't continue to build my brand, then I don't get emails to collaborate mm-hmm. and I can't pay rent. For me, that's that's what gets me picking up the camera or trying to think of ideas. Um, in the past, it's been, like, maybe a couple of days or a week of, like, a creative rut. And I just allow myself to feel that. And then I'll connect with, you know, a, a friend and kind of talk things through and get myself out there creating and then it's like okay yeah I'm back in it like I'm just gonna keep going I'm gonna keep trying and then eventually it just comes back but um right now with everything going on it's just mentally emotionally physically exhausting and Mm -hmm. so I'm just again trying to figure out it's made me think a lot about who I am my brand what I struggle with what people don't know about me and how I can portray that in a way where I can continue to like create these cool pictures, but also 
inspire more than just being creative. Oh, for sure. Which is nice. I feel like, honestly, this I always try to look for some kind of silver lining in something that's just honestly awful. Yeah. But, like, being stuck in your house, like, that's one thing. But being stuck, like, as a content creator and, like, where your job is to go outside and take pictures and, like, to do whatever you do, it's, like, how are you yeah. supposed to provide that same... I don't know. Like, maybe you might find a different way to, like, move in your house. But even that, it's, like, what? Like, I saw you took this one picture uh, where you were on your bed jumping and it was my favorite thing ever. I was, like, <sighs> that. Like, that is what I feel like right now. <laughs> like, no, just, seriously. Yeah. But, I mean, like, you were literally, like... I'm about to jump on this bed right now and we're about to take a picture. <laughs> I'm going to make this happen. Yes, and it did and it was great. But again, we're just so hard on ourselves because guess what? Everyone probably thought that that was the coolest picture ever and you were like, that literally just came out of like two seconds, you know? <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Seriously, we really are our own worst critics. It's, we are. It's bad. I'm mm-hmm. trying to work through that. Again, this time, like reflection, I think that was the biggest thing for me as well. It's just more about seeing what I'm actually doing like do I have a like I have a purpose but like let me maybe reform that while I have the time to breathe you know so I guess quarantine just kind of started out with a lot of just this sucks this sucks this sucks you know and then as weeks kind of started to evolve I felt like I had more of a mental clarity space in my brain Mm -hmm. for me to be like okay like I mean yes this is bad things could honestly be way worse so let me just first of all you know remind myself of that And then I think I just started to just, I don't know when it started for me, but I just started to have a creative high again. I was like, look, I'm about to re-kick up my podcast. That's why we're here right now. Like literally, like we kicked my podcast up, like made sure that I was going to post two videos a week. And like, even if I really didn't feel like it, then fine. But like, honestly, I was like, I can get out two videos a week. I'm at home. I can do that. And like now I'm just, I feel great. Like I started a Patreon account. Like I kicked up my website finally. Like now everything's kind of starting to align again. And I'm like, all right, like things could be way worse. You know what I'm saying? So it's been like a kick in the pants, I think for everyone, whether or not like you take that kick and do something with it or not. Or not. (laughs) Um, But I feel like a lot of good things will come from where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just given us the opportunity to like breathe and think a little bit. And I think a lot can come from that. So yes. I totally agree. Agreed, agreed. I know that we talked uh, on our call about you getting your first camera and starting to shoot your own photos. <laughs> oh <laughs> so my god! what was your thought process when buying a camera? The pinch in the wallet when buying a camera? Oh, yeah. That makes me want to throw up. I, so I had been wanting to get a camera for a long time to learn how to use it because I just felt like in the industry that I'm in, like I should know. Not because I want to take my own pictures, but I should just know in case. And it wasn't until lockdown (laughs) where I was like, oh my gosh, I need a camera. I don't know how to, I should know (laughs) how to use one by now. And I don't. And this is why. I told myself to get one so with something like this happen, I could just shoot myself. So that was what forced me to buy the camera. I still don't know how to use it, <laughs> but I just fake it till I make it and just mess around with settings. I have no idea what anything means. Mm-hmm. I'm just going for it. Um, and then I don't know how to edit, but <laughs> I so sometimes I'll send them to Rachel, my main photographer. But lately, I've been, like, forcing myself. I'm like, you're going to learn how to edit. So quite a few of my last pictures have just been edited by me. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's all, like, literally, I am a noob. 
I'm a beginner. <laughs> I have zero clue, but I am trying. And thank goodness for lockdown or I'd still be mm-hmm. just beating around the bush. Right. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome, though. And, yeah, it's just been crazy because, like, most of my stuff, well, yeah, most of it has, like, some sort of movement in it. And that's so hard to capture oh, by yes. yourself. Yeah, it is. And so, like, thank goodness for Rachel and Roxana and She's Taren, phenomenal. Like, these girls phenomenal. that I shoot mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um to like help me capture those and help me build my brand to what it is now. But now it's like trying to do it on my own. I mean, I will try like the bed jumping one, that Mm -hmm. one I did on my own, but it's, I mean, it takes a freaking hour to get one photo instead of like 20 minutes. Um, it's been really interesting because you have these photographers that you shoot with in the city that you live in, um, kind of describe how you found them and like how you kind of started working with them. Because I know for a lot of quote unquote influencers, when they start trying to find photographers to work with, it's, it's kind of hard to see like what kind of style you like, but also because you have your own creative vision, but like they also had their own, but like you found people that all kind of shoot and like, you know, how they shoot and how they work. So kind of how was that whole process finding them and then starting to work with them and then building your brand to what it is with them? Yeah. So with Rachel, she's my main gal. She actually slid into my DMs and this was when I um, had first moved back to Utah and she was like trying to build her portfolio. She wanted to start doing more fashion forward photography and I was in a place where I was like I'm just ready to just take this on and so we met up I remember our first shoot and we clicked and her visions aligned with mine and she wanted to add movement I wanted to add movement perspective more editorial and so like talking through things with her I was like this could be a really good partnership for sure yeah this could be it and so then after that we didn't talk for a little bit and we ended up at the same shoot for this boutique here in Utah and since then it's just we were like we're gonna do this and I would always tell her I'm like stick with me because I promise you like this is gonna be our thing and like you're my girl and you you know like we're gonna help each other build our brands and get to where we want to be and like she's stuck by my side and it's been so cool to see with the other photographers um, that I use here and there, same thing. Like, I, I'm i really one about, like, connecting first. Same. If I'm going to go shoot with someone, I don't want it. I'm already an awkward person, so like, <laughs> I don't want it to be weird, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I've been on shoots where it is weird, and I just know that I'm not going to like it's the, the vibe, yeah, I, for sure. It's the vibe. It's, it's so the vibe. Um, but when it comes to, like, random photographers you know who will reach out and um ask to collaborate I really take a look at their feed and see like the way that they edit and the things that they capture because I don't want to waste anyone's time Mm -hmm. that's a big thing Um, yeah yeah because time is money and if I'm not going to post the photos on my account like I don't want to waste your time you know so I just take into account the edits if it's going to match with my feed and then how our interaction is. 
That's nice, for sure. I think whenever, especially in New York City, when find photographers, it's way easier than finding them in Charlotte, for sure, because in Charlotte, it's, like, the mm-hmm. same view. But in New York City, there's so there's such a variety, and then there's, like, new coming ones all the time, and then also the Instagram algorithm doesn't really favor SEO. It's not a good platform for SEO at all, so you can't really search, like, uh, Charlotte photographers unless you get the whole hashtag without finding someone that you like, you know? So say there's someone who's kind of wanting to start, like, shooting photos and whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of recommend that they kind of maybe try to learn to take them on their own? Or, like, what, what would you think if you were starting now, per se? I think... I think if you are starting now, I think before finding a photographer, I think you need to have a vision of what you want your photos to look like. And that is going to take you in a direction of following accounts that are similar. And then when you do that, you see, oh, yeah, this person may use this photographer all the time. Like me, I tag Rachel all Mm -hmm. the time. But I also tag Roxana and Taryn and Kylie and Christine, you know, and it's like, and then you see all these accounts that are similar to what you want your vibe to be. Um, I, like you said, it's it's really hard to find the SEO on Instagram isn't so great. Bad. And yeah. so it's really, really hard. So I just find people, creators in those cities and go through their photos and look who they've tagged and go about it that way. Yeah, I say like that's the biggest way that I gain inspiration as well. Oh, God, my garage. We're going to wait a second. (laughs) I was like, that's going to sound literally so bad. Anyways, we are now back. And that was our little hiatus. Um, Yeah, what I was going to say was that um, that's what I typically do when finding photographers. I usually just kind of look at who I like and then I see who they follow as well and who they follow. Because nine times out of Mm -hmm. ten, if you're a photographer, you follow other photographers that have the same style or that you have inspiration from, you know. For sure. So for inspiration wise, I feel like with anything, with videos, with photos, with anything that I kind of do i'm always looking and like saving stuff whether that's on pinterest or like saving stuff on instagram because there's you can't i've learned this like over time this year and i've genuinely realized that you can't gain inspiration out of thin air you just don't no did you ever like you can't yeah you literally can't because if you think about it like maybe you're like oh i completely like i've revolutionized this idea but like you really have it. So, like, there's something yep. out there that has been done. You don't just pull something out of midair. Like, you yep. know, even people who have inventions, you don't just think of it and just throw something together. Like, that has come from something. Maybe you were inspired by nature that day and you didn't even realize it. Like, you're inspired by everything that you've seen and been around and have had experiences with, you know? So, it's okay to take inspiration from people. But talk about, like, straight up, like, copying somebody. Do <laughs> you have things to say about yeah. that? Yeah. Go for <clears throat> it. Um... It happens a lot. Yeah. And then taking um, credit for it. That's a whole other thing. Like, what? Like That's that's where the issue comes mm-hmm. in. Um, I was actually yesterday talking to two of my friends. I'm not, like, I get on TikTok here and there just to post my behind the scenes, but I don't browse very often. And they were talking about this girl who's literally copying word for word someone else's TikTok or whatever. And I'm like, that is the case in any industry especially the creative industry, you know, Mm -hmm. because you see something is working for someone, you think it's going to work for you, but that's definitely not always the case. It's a form of flattery most times, um, but when it's someone who maybe even have more followers or a bigger presence, whatever, um, it's a really hard pill to swallow because you know that that came, like you shot that Mm -hmm. because it's the exact same thing. But 
to each their own. I know everyone's just trying and this creative Instagram world is wild. And I think a lot of people see pages and think, wow, like it can't be that hard. Mm -hmm. And it is. It's really hard. And it's really hard to build a profile and reach a lot of people. It's so dang hard. It really is. Especially in today's market. Yeah. Yeah. Like coming up, not only like coming up and producing the ideas, but keeping your page alive, trying to get it to hit explore feed, engaging with everybody, mm-hmm. and then doing the back end stuff like emails and pitching yourself and all of it. Dealing One with woman online show. bullies. Yeah. And, then, that. yeah. and so I just think going back to the copying thing and like if you knew how long it took me to come up with that or to shoot it or to edit it, I don't know. It just it's just really hard. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, draw inspiration, give credit where it's due. Like people love to see it. People love to be credited. People love to feel like they're inspiring something. I think just everyone knows, you know, deep down if you're copying someone. Exactly. You You know know it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But just, just know that like whoever is listening and if you're doing this stuff, we all forgive you. (laughs) Just know that it takes a lot of work. So Mm -hmm. just give credit where it's due. I love that. Yep. It's literally as simple as that, guys. I want you to kind of explain what a week in your life looks like. I feel like this is so interesting for creatives and freelancers to kind of explain like what days you shoot, when you tend to post, and like how does this all kind of work for you? Just dive yeah. in and go for it. For sure. Yeah. Um. So I feel like, weirdly for me, a week to week is different. Same. So I'll pick a day. I should be a little bit more organized. <laughs> But there's sometimes where I'm like, okay, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to shoot. My goal is to get four pictures. And I wake up and I'm like, nope, I'm not feeling it today. Mm -hmm. I'm taking the day off. Um, But a lot of times I don't – okay, here's the thing. I don't like to get ready. Me. Oh, me. (laughs) I hate it. Like last night I went to help my sister and my friend Roxana shoot this like baby pouch thing. And I was snapping the pictures for them. And they were like, just go grab one of your – because I keep clothes in my car just in case. And they're like, go grab one of your dresses. Like, well, just let's take a photo. And I didn't have my makeup on. And I was like, I don't even care. I don't care. I'm not getting ready. I'm not putting makeup on. Anyways, I hate getting ready. So I will tend to try and shoot, have like one day a week, maybe two, where I try and shoot three to four pieces of content. Which is a lot when you're shooting by yourself. If I'm, Mm -hmm. like, planning something with Rachel or which isn't – hasn't happened a lot since lockdown um, and she's just busy, then uh, I definitely get ready because it's her work too. Yeah. And she – you know, I don't want to waste her time. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so one to two days a week I'll be shooting content. Um, The rest is – and throughout the day, let me tell you, like, I am never off. Instagram like I am on it engaging commenting back DMing back I can vouch for that stories yeah Mm -hmm. posting stories just trying to like keep you know people here and communicating with me and um so that in itself is like you don't take a break from that not even on the weekends um I don't I should there, there'll be, like, one day a week where, like, okay, I'm taking it easy today. But even to, like, come up with stories to post, my life is not exciting. <laughs> like, I work from home. I live with two girls who work and they're never mm-hmm. home. Like, this will say the rest of my week, like, is either on emails, 
trying to find brands to work with, updating media kits or, you know, I don't know, just the back end stuff like taxes, receipts, like the stuff mm-hmm. that you don't really think about. The the not fun stuff. The literal not fun stuff. Um, and so I'm like, how many stories can I post of me being on my computer? Exactly. You know? Everyone's like, vlog so, more. And I'm like, I literally, this entire vlog that I've, that I've been filming and that I just put you in, I was like, I've been sitting in my room editing this entire time. <laughs> I'll find a way to I make know. it interesting, but like music and effects I... and text can't do that much. Like, <laughs> no, I totally agree. I know people are like, start a YouTube. And I'm like, what? <laughs> in the hell would I put on there especially now I don't do hair I don't do makeup I don't have a family I don't have kids and I am home majority of the time so (laughs) that would not be ideal awesome to watch yeah a lot of people don't see this unless you're there and Rachel would say that this is not true but I just always feel awkward why you okay I guys don't again know. look at Paige's photos and tell me if all the photos that she like <laughs> poses for and like does the absolute most for how this woman can ever be like awkward like I would oh definitely like I don't even have to be there and I'm like there's no way even in New York City like there's some where you've just like done oh. that are mad you're just like I'm never gonna see these people again it's whatever like I feel like that has to be your mentality literally that is my in my head I'm like it's fine it's fine I'm like dripping sweat yeah like, she's so like nervous. on things like, I'm not on gonna objects. see them I'm not gonna see them I might end up on influencers in the wild but <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just I'm doing it for the ground <laughs> for real like I feel like again people don't see all the back end stuff it's a lot of even it's a lot of just being alone like sometimes it's sad like you know what I'm saying you know you feel that for sure because it's like I mean at least at like a nine to five you see the same people every single day you kind of have like a work squad to go to work with so I mean that's why again I try and use Instagram to connect with people and it's fun to do things like this like a podcast and you just like never know when you connect with someone you know and that's always nice like that is always nice I'll always connect I love that Mm -hmm. a lot that's yeah that's the hardest part of the job is being I mean being single Mm. And doing this job, working from home, like, you are alone a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have tried – I know when I first quit, I didn't realize – when I first quit my job mm-hmm. to go full-time, I didn't realize um, how much of a toll that would take. And so I tried to, like, go work for my sisters. And that's why you see my nieces a lot in my mm-hmm. story. So I – because being alone, then you just get in your thoughts yeah. and then – you know, you start feeling inadequate, which is a huge issue of mine. Mm-hmm. And so it's just being alone is so dang hard. Yeah. Um. So those who are doing it, I mean, props to everyone Honestly. because a face-to-face interaction. Nothing can beat um, it, yeah. Just nothing can beat it. So, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, it is hard. And it makes it, again, 10 times, like, harder to be, like, stuck in your house during this time and, like, not have anybody yes. to see and then on top of that, still create content and still put somewhat of a smile on your face and, like, just kind of figure it out. So, I mean, yeah. again, like, it's very, you know, it's a blessing for sure to have this be your job. It's the dream job that everyone, like, wants to do for whatever reason. So, I mean, I try and, like, be like, there's worse things <laughs> that I could be doing right now. Like, I know. You know, so, but I mean, it does because I'm such a people person in a way that, like, in New York City, for example, like, I will just walk up to random people, spontaneously have a conversation on the subway, like, do this, whatever. I'm so that type of person and when the only person I have to spontaneously talk to is myself I just like I can't (laughs) 
I literally can't. So you kind of feel like you're going crazy. Literally huh? insane. So I mean, I feel that. And then not only that, again, and then I'm talking to a camera, like vlogging, like you know, like yeah. so it's. I don't know. I just want a responsive somebody that's not my family because that's getting For sure. tiring <laughs> as well. We're going to get into the last part right now. So, Paige, what is your adulting tip for the listeners today? Oh, freaking crap. I she forgot. forgot. A good one. Dang. <laughs> Everyone gets to this and they're um, like, nope. <laughs> um, my adulting tip, I would like to say, would probably be... Um, <clears throat> Make cookie dough once a week and don't cook the dang cookies. Just eat the dough. Oh, my God. Because that's the best part. And don't feel bad about it. And live your life. Literally live your life. Yeah. Live your life. I'm telling myself it's okay to do it every week. Right. Oh, my gosh. That was iconic. Again, I was not expecting that. That's going to be your picture that I use for your story when when this this episode (laughs) releases. Also, one last thing that I want to throw in here because I just have to talk about this. Your lashes are madness. Literally insane. I know that you get comments on this probably all the time, but you're like, I'm born with them, like just naturally blessed. <laughs> but like, what's your mascara routine? That is so random. I just threw it in I here. Literally, I do. I will not. Here's the thing. I will admit all day long, I don't have the greatest hair. I wear extensions most times for most shoes. <laughs> and whatever. But when it comes to my lashes, I'm like, no, I will own those because they are mine. And I take pride in them. Like literally right now, I'm trying not to wear mascara because my allergies. Oh yeah. No, for sure. I feel that. My eyelashes like break and I just Mm -hmm. don't like it. So, um, but my eyelash routine, here's the thing. I wash my face every night as you should, regardless if I'm wearing makeup or not. (laughs) Um, I don't wear waterproof mascara ever. Oh, yeah. That breaks them. Breaks them. Yes. You're so right. And then, you know, like, sometimes when you get tired, you, like, kind of start to, like, pick at your mm, lashes. I know what you're talking about. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Bad habit. Don't do don't that. Don't do it. <laughs> and then, um, don't cry over boys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but that is true. That is very true. Yeah. Don't do it. Um, ruins and waste your mascara. Um. <laughs> But sometimes at night, I will put um, castor oil on them. I do that every single them. night. Every single night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have been using, like, the same type of mascara for a long time. So I don't really ever switch up my brands. Mm-hmm. What I did once, and my lashes, like, oh, weirdly got destroyed. And it was, like, a higher-end mascara brand. I don't use higher-end mascara brands. Only no. the cheap, cheap, man. The cheap, cheap works I'm like for me. Drug- <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm, like, the drugstore makeup girl. So, but, yeah, my main thing would be, like, just wash your face. I know a lot of girls who don't, and mm-hmm. it just, I don't know, it takes a toll on your lashes. Yeah, so. for sure. And then what mascara is it? So I have two that I really love, and mm-hmm. I will go back and forth. Sometimes I'll put them both on. Um, Maybelline, hmm. um, Total Temptation, and then there's a L'Oreal one called Voluminous, I think is what it is. I think you're talking, are you talking about Lash Paradise, Maybelline. Voluminous? No, there's... Because I oh, use Telescopic. I use L'Oreal Telescopic, the one with the skinny stick. Oh, yeah, yeah. This one That's the one is... I like. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> um, this one is in a in like a black bottle. It has like gold writing on it. I don't know. I'll have I'll send you a picture so you can yes, see what it sure. is. Yes, for sure. I will link the mascara down below. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, done and done. But oh, oh my god. gosh, this is such a fun and playful episode. I loved it so much. Thank you for coming Same. on. Oh my gosh. Yeah, of course. It was fun. Shout out your um Instagram and where they can find oh, you. You can find me at Paige Arminta. P-A-I-G-E-A-R-M-I-N-T-A. Um, that's where most of my yeah. stuff, you'll find most of my stuff. Perfect. And yeah, guys, yeah. thank you guys for tuning in. Again, this was so fun. I will have all of her links down below. <laughs> I will talk to you guys in the future episode. <laughs> Bye. Heck yeah. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs>